0: Hello, everybody. It's Henry here. Welcome to you to a special episode this week of Talking Simpsons because this is our recorded version of our 8 p.m., January 25th, 2023, San Francisco Sketch Festival live show that we had with our special guest, Matt Chrisman, where we talked about Simpsons Predicted It and the entire media complex built around it these days and how it happened and started up. Uh, we had a whole bunch of fun talking about it. The audio I think is pretty good though it was at a venue that did have uh, music playing in the other room uh, that I think might bleed through a couple times but otherwise I think it's good and Matt Crispin was so funny he's always so great we so appreciate Matt coming out he flew special to San Francisco just to be on the show with us we can't thank him enough obviously if you don't know Matt from Twitter is at Cushbomb or is one of the hosts of the amazing Chapo Trap House podcast you definitely also need to check out the newest series. He's been doing with Chris Wade, also a friend of the show, Hell on Earth, on the Chapo Trap House Patreon. It is such a great history podcast about the Thirty Years' War, Martin Luther, all of this stuff that happened way back when. They explain it so well for how it matches up with modern times. And also, you're going to hear an original video commentary from Bill Oakley, who recorded a special video for us. And you can see the video presentation on Patreon is a free post go to patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons to check it out but huge thank you to Bill Oakley for recording the intro to our show that night please as he says in there check out Steamed Ham Society his awesome new venture going on online please check it all out for yourself we also want to thank Sketchfest for having us as well as the venue Piano Fight and you know obviously me and Bob are only able to do this thanks to the support of Patreon subscribers at patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons thanks to those folks for able to To do this our first live show in three years and record it and bring it out to you guys and don't worry we'll have a regular episode back next week it's going to be season three separate vocations because we needed to double up season three episodes in a row just to have season three and 13 end at the same time so also look forward to separate vocations next week week after that you're going to hear i am furious yellow and forward and so on And so yes, with a big thank you to Matt Chrisman, Bill Oakley, SF Sketchfest, Piano Fight, and all the folks who came out that night to both the 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. shows, please enjoy Talking Simpsons Presents, Simpsons Predicted It? I
1: heartily endorse this event or product.
2: Ahoy, ahoy, San Francisco! Welcome. Thanks for coming. This is the Talking Simpsons live show, uh, live from SF Sketchfest 2023, and it's been three years since we've been here. Oh my God!
0: Yeah, it was. I cannot believe it's been three years. I. No, no, does it feel longer or shorter than that to you guys?
2: It's been a very long time, but yes, of <laughs> yes. course, uh, I am Bob Mackey, and uh, my prediction for tonight is that it's Splitsville for Delta Burke and Major Dad, and uh, Henry, full introduction oh. from you.
0: Well, yes, and I'm Henry Gilbert, and uh, yeah, I haven't updated my jokes from our delayed 2022 show, so
2: I hope nothing is dated. <laughs> Uh, And let's introduce our special guest for today. Yes, Uh, yes, introducing Matt Crisman from Chapo Trap House and the new miniseries, Hell on Earth. And of course, uh, Matt Crisman is here because he can accurately predict the future. Oh, yes. Yeah, if the moon strikes.
0: (laughs) Well, yes, we, I mean, in the past, Matt has, uh, especially on Twitter, been quite a pontificator. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this, that, this,
2: this, this is what you will see if you just go to Matt's Twitter account.
0: Yes, yeah. It, is, it, is, it always is the stupidest day in America. But this one, especially, Matt, you had to admit that you, you used a magic wish for this one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to troll people. Specifically, the people who wrote for The New Inquiry, if anyone knows what that is. (laughs) It's a very annoying website where everyone is talking about how Kanye West is the greatest genius in human history. I just thought it'd be very funny if he just was like, I'm a Nazi. And then it happened. (laughs) And you know what? It was absolutely worth it. Uh, And
0: uh, I hope your next one, uh, this recent prediction, is true. I'm thinking, I think Taylor Sheridan's. Daily reactionary shows for, for white
2: guys
3: will prevent the Civil War. from happening. At least <laughs> push it back a few decades. Maybe.
2: Yeah, how many future January 6th will be prevented from this? Uh, people, shows?
3: people want representation in their media and if they don't get it, they'll burn the entire country down. And now <laughs> they have it. They have cool old dudes telling the young people what's what and now they can watch that and kind of just wait to die.
2: That's true. <laughs> And, and finally. Uh, Oh, yeah, there's one more.
3: Yes, yeah, I mean, of course, you knew that
0: Morbius was too intense and disturbing for mainstream audiences. <laughs>
3: too cerebral. Yes. <laughs> that was an easy one, though, obviously.
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were going to explain the premise of the live show ourselves, but instead we got a very famous person to do it for us. So here is uh, Simpsons writer Bill Oakley explaining the premise of our live show.
4: Hey! Bill Oakley here, culinary superstar in the world of snack food, fast food, and groceries. And by the way, if you're interested in those topics, join my steamed ham society where you and me and the members can discuss that kind of crap to our heart's content 24 hours a day. Before I get into the food scene though, I made some cartoons with my partner Josh Weinstein back in the day, and that's what we're here to discuss. The topic today is Simpson's quote unquote predictions, and we're all pretty familiar with those. For me, They break down into roughly three categories. Category one is what I call junk predictions. That is represented by this enormous bag of plain Lay's chips. I don't like these very much. I don't consider them very good, although they are America's best-selling chips. If you like them, just imagine they are some sort of generic, expired, crappy brand of chips. And there's a ton of them, okay? This category represents things The Simpsons didn't even appear on The Simpsons. Things that are photoshopped, like, Did The Simpsons predict January 6th for example? No. That frame didn't even appear on The Simpsons. Someone photoshopped it and authors of clickbait all around the world are trying to get you to click on it to see whether The Simpsons really predicted January 6th and of course they didn't. The frame didn't even appear on the show and that is a junk prediction much like these chips I don't like very much. Category 2 is a smaller and superior grade of prediction represented by this smaller bag of these superior potato chips. Now, in this category, there are two subcategories. The first being things that appeared on The Simpsons that were referencing historical events that most people hadn't just heard of. Example being the Hong Kong flu of the 1960s and 70s that we were referencing in the Osaka flu episode. People thought that we had predicted the pandemic when in fact we were just writing about stuff that had occurred when we were kids. A lot of the stuff, that we refer to in the show as referencing historical things. And now because the show is so old, younger people may not have heard of them. The first time they've ever heard of this type of thing was on The Simpsons. So we didn't predict it, but history repeats itself. So we were just referencing it. The second subcategory is what I would call the social satire category. In many cases, the people of Springfield were supposed to be incredibly stupid. So we were always like, what would a really stupid mob of people do in this situation? Well, they, for instance, they would riot when given a statue of Jimmy Carter. Now these days, that sounds kind of believable, doesn't it? I can think of a lot of towns where people would riot if the statue of Jimmy Carter was brought up. So what happened was we were like extrapolating what's the stupidest possible thing that could happen. Now the stupidest possible thing that can happen is pretty commonplace. So it's much harder to satirize American society when people are constantly doing the stupid possible thing and many times in large groups. The final category is the real McCoy, the things that Simpsons really did predict and there aren't very many of them and they are pretty impressive. Like for instance, this teeny tiny little bag of chips from a small potato chip maker in Gaithersburg, Maryland. There are barely any chips in the bag but they're amazing. Okay, I think probably everyone in this room is familiar with some of the things The Simpsons actually predicted that actually came true.
0: As you know, we've inherited quite a budget crunch from President Trump.
4: Now, in that case, Dan Grady, who wrote that, said that President Trump was a logical last step before finally hitting rock bottom, which (laughs) I think it kind of was. So again, it was more of an extrapolation of what's the stupidest possible thing that could happen, and then it happened. Three categories, three types of predictions. Before I go, I just want to say, if you want some unflavored potato chips, come to Portland and get these fast before they go in the compost. And lastly, join the steamed ham society. And also, lastly, enjoy the show.
2: Uh, well, that basically sums it up. Everybody, have a yeah. good night. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know, Bill Oakley kind of spoiled about a part of the show, but yes, we love yeah. him.
0: But no, that was in you know, steamed ham society. If you're not yet a member, go to it. But, yeah, I mean, that does pretty much sum it up. The, the I, th-
2: I think we pissed off the Lay's contention in the audience. Yes,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm I'm tempted to drive up to Portland for that. <laughs> I, just, uh, I can book a flight pretty uh, The video
2: was recorded four days ago. Mm. There's about two inches of compost on top <laughs> of those chips.
0: You know, I've eaten some stale Lay's. They've been okay. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, I mean, yes, yeah. He, as, as Bill mentioned, there are many junk predictions in the history of simpsons lately and part of it i think just is the clickbait system like you just have to feed the beast over and over again
2: i mean henry and i came from that world and we know if you want to earn 30 dollars in a few years you write one article (laughs) and then once the website goes out of business you get a class action lawsuit check uh you know many many
3: months later just because the show's been on forever you could do that and people be like really because they haven't watched it in 20 years
0: since there's like uh, 500 episodes most people haven't seen, that if there's a fake thing that says, oh, this happened, and they're like, well, I guess it did. I must have missed that I'm episode. not going to watch that show. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, we like that. Uh, yeah. Like recent ones, uh, Bill talked about it here. Like the this one, uh, this is from Estonia, which is like, <laughs> come on. But, yeah. Well, but, number
2: one, that's the major problem here.
0: Yeah, but that is just not a scene in the show. It's just full-on fake. Thing. Poorly
2: dressed-up clip art. <laughs>
0: He only has one eye. <laughs> <laughs> then you, as a writer, have to go like, no, this isn't real. Did the Simpsons predict uh, January 16th? No, they didn't. Or January 6th? No, they didn't. They
3: did predict, predict January 16th, though. <laughs> Set your calendars for next year.
0: That <laughs> stuff's coming. Or also, they think this one scene from an episode that's parodying a Mostly forgotten film, especially to... Not by me. Maybe you
3: children. (laughs) But In the 80s, they showed this all the time on network television. It was uh, Orson Welles' voice documentary about Nostradamus called The Man Who Saw Tomorrow. And it had a lot of cool shit in it, including a prediction about a nuclear war caused by a dude in a turban. In the Middle East, uh, sometime in the mid-'90s. And so I was genuinely a little scared. Oh wait, yeah. I was like, shit, this guy, has, this guy really knew what was happening. <laughs> they were going to bring out the red pig, and then he dropped it, and it was the black one after all. <laughs> uh, but culturally illiterate swine, though, <laughs> looking at this, I'm like, oh... <laughs> No respect for the masters.
0: (laughs) Or people see a scene where Homer pours gas into his trunk and they say, like, oh, that's about the gas hoarding thing. Which uh, you can tell this is petrol in the sun, so this is also a British prediction, making it even less
3: worth... Yes. uh, 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 Homer Simpson is is filling up his lorry, isn't he?
2: (laughs) We don't trust the British or Estonians when it comes to these things.
0: And even jerks like Elon Musk get into it. And they, he says, oh, did Simpsons predict this? And it's just a scene of Lisa feeding a birdhouse. That's all it is. And he screenshotted, like, did it predict it? And so once Elon Musk starts saying, did Simpsons predict it, like, then it's just over. Like, it's done.
3: He guest-voiced it on the later seasons, though, didn't he? Yeah, mm, back, back yeah, when he was, like, an Iron Man. Oh, yeah. And, Sorry, he was so. always full of shit. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people claiming that, oh, I would always thought he was full of it. Nope, you were both lying. I <laughs> thought he was cool. He was Mr. Electric Car. Electric Car is going to save the world for a minute. Not even a minute. Fuck that guy. <laughs> well, you know, this is an SF comedy show. If we say his name 20
2: times, he may show up and waste our time. And then pretend that he's not being booed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it even gets as esoteric as, did it, because there's fuzzy balls? Is this the, the video game fall guys? Uh, the Simpsons
3: invented round things, yes. yeah. apparently. I Those mean, look more like the Among Us guys. Yeah, 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 actually,
0: yeah, uh, but <laughs> but yeah, and, and not only that, it it has gotten so mainstream that like Disney is making money off of it now. Like, the they, dastards, <laughs> they they have an entire The Simpsons predicted section of it, including
2: 9/11. They have. We'll get to it later, but they even <laughs> have that right there. Like, what I, did Homer know? When did he know it? <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, gu- I guess the question is, is that the only 9-11 reference on uh, Disney Plus, or is there like a, f- a finale of even Stevens I don't know about? <laughs> uh, well, you
0: saw those like, why I'm patriotic videos that I shared <laughs> around again recently for Disney Channel. Okay, right. wait a minute.
3: So Disney owns Fox, right? Yes. Well, yeah. then the question arises, do they have the first episode of The Lone Gunman? Does anyone uh, remember this show? Yeah. the show? Fir- it was a spin-off, a, a spinoff of The X-Files, and it's premiere episode of much hyped is, oh, you guys like X-Files, this is guys from X-Files. It is about a government conspiracy to crash planes into buildings that is thwarted at the last minute by by the lone gunman. So if that's on there, then yes, there is stuff literally predicting 9-11. Ah, the Disney Plus webpage, yeah. What other secrets could be held there? <laughs> <laughs> you
2: got to sign up for Disney Plus to be sure. It, it sounds like it's more for the Pluto TV crowd to me. <laughs>
0: this, this stuff. I didn't put it in this other video, but that Lady Gaga one is just like, oh, Lady Gaga, did this predict her Super Bowl thing? And all this, like, she performed uh, hanging from, you know, wires with sparklers shooting out. Like, who could have predicted she'd do that in a show ever? Like... But yes, they, they even have gone and done it on the show themselves in an uh, episode just a few months ago. What's his name? Number
1: eight. I mean, Santa's little helper. Ah! <laughs> Greetings, lamewads from the past. I have come back in time to reveal the events of the future so that you can amaze the world with your uncannily accurate predictions.
0: Less yelling, more foretelling.
1: My
4: first shocking prediction is, in 2016, the Nobel Prize in Economics will go to... Fendor Holmstrom! Why would anyone care if we predicted that? I don't know, but they will. Do you have anything a little more... impressive? Donald Trump is gonna be president. Ah! Less impressive, less impressive! (laughs)
0: The danger of that clip is that they show that they can animate the show like
2: how it used to look, but they it refuse to. Refuse it upsets to. us.
3: Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's got to look sleeker as the years go on, like what they did with the Taco Bells. <laughs> <laughs> now every Taco Bell looks like a bank. <laughs>
2: I think uh, future Bart should have said, in ten years, a girl named Billie Eilish will be born, and in ten more years, you'll be working with her. It'll be great. will <laughs> be. You guys best. don't watch the Disney
0: Plus shorts? They're great. <laughs> Lisa, uh, Lisa loves Billie Eilish. Uh, yeah. Uh, now the, I mean, God, the image with like the they actually have like the cell shadow and everything on that. It's. Uh, I guess since they mentioned it there, that is the that's the big one we should start with. With did Simpsons predict it or not? Right. Yeah
4: we've inherited quite a budget crunch from President Trump. How bad is it, Secretary? To me, I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly yeah, swear... Yeah, that happened. I remember. I, Donald John <laughs> Trump, do solemnly swear... That I will
0: faithfully... <laughs> uh, hey, wait, you were there in... Well, I, well, I wasn't in yeah.
3: at, at the thing. I was in the area. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was in the metro zone. <laughs> I, I was periscoping it. Remember that website? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. But yes, that season 11 episode Bart to the Future has the line president trump like it yeah
3: you nailed that one
0: no i think i mean honestly i think that's really why we're in the simpsons predicted it era ever since like i i'm sure we heard things like did simpsons freak this or that but it was trump that really did it I
2: yeah think. it sent people on a search for more i think yeah
0: well as you guys the the headline I, uh that we had up there that was from march 2016 so that was them talking about it beforehand of saying like boy i hope this doesn't happen it's a warning it's not gonna happen and you know, I wonder if, uh, if Hillary Clinton had, you know, campaigned a little more in Wisconsin, would we even be having this as the subject of the show? Oh, right? man, it'd be
2: bad for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a new topic.
0: <laughs> but if you see the full scene in context, everybody plays that one little clip. But if you see the full scene, there's some other stuff they, like, missed in the prediction that nobody talks about. Inherited quite a budget crunch from President Trump. How bad is it, Secretary Van Houten? We're broke. The country is broke? How can that be? Well,
1: remember when the last administration decided to invest in our nation's children? Big
4: mistake. The balanced breakfast program just created a generation of ultra strong super criminals.
1: And midnight basketball taught them to function without sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So people didn't watch beyond the President Trump. No, joke, no, I it mean, seems.
0: Despite what it predicted, uh, the preceding administration, Trump, did not didn't invest all that much in children or no. social programs.
3: No. I'm just wondering, anybody who's like un, like 30 or under, when they say midnight basketball, do you? <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that even what do you think that means yeah <laughs> the older folks in the audience will know this but the midnight basketball was a huge culture war flashpoint in the clinton administration mm. it was uh, one of those programs that the damn government was spending money on your hard earned tax money uh instead of you know uh, more uh, more spaceships whatever the fuck i don't know <laughs> uh and it was it was a it was part of like um youth outreach for like inner city kids that they'd like have them instead of being out in the streets they'd be playing basketball and into the late night so that's yeah. what midnight basketball was so, so now you know what that meant
0: <laughs> so then the joke is that you should be more afraid of inner city kids then I yeah I
3: mean there's a reason that they pick basketball as a sport you know it's, it's the classic uh, Lee Atwater deal no right right right
0: <laughs> now
3: you get it yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Well, also, it ties into, like, the very West Wing fear of, like, the deficit, the deficit. Like, the, the entire rest of the episode is they have borrowed too much money from other countries, and America's getting called on their, what they owe, which is... Uh, that's yeah. adorable. Yes. Yeah. How, many, <laughs> how many nukes do they have? <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, too, another thing that's not mentioned in the predicting Trump thing is that... By 2000, Donald Trump had been talking about being president for a long time. Yes, yes. Yeah.
3: In that very year, 2000, he toyed with running on the Reform Party ticket, and he actually had a bit of a power struggle with Pat Buchanan over the nomination before he kind of just gave up on it. Buchanan. It was easier for him to get the Republican nomination for president <laughs> in 2016 than it was to get the Reform Party nomination wow. in 2000. Wow. That's progress.
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. But, I mean, yeah, he's, he was saying it even earlier than that, too.
1: This, this sounds like political presidential talk to me, and I know people have talked to you about whether or not you want to run. Would you, would you ever? Probably not, but I, I do get tired of seeing the country ripped Why would you me. not? I just don't think I really have the inclination to do it. I love what I'm doing. I really like it. Also, I, it doesn't pay as well. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, you know, <laughs> notably, that was recorded after he shot George McFly. So... <laughs>
0: That's what Uh, happened there.
2: Is that 1988? That's 88.
0: Uh, Yeah, later in the... If the clip played on, he'd be talking about what he thinks of the two candidates uh, running that year. Yeah, it's like... So even in 88, he is saying... He's getting headlines of like, maybe I'll run for president. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, Dan Graney pulling out like, oh, President Trump actually happened. He didn't just pull it out of thin air. Yeah,
3: Yeah, there was an SNL sketch in 2000 about... It was him versus Jesse Ventura and they are like pitching... Themselves as the Reform Party nominee, <laughs> and uh, Daryl Hammond. He's showing the White House, and of course, it's a big casino now. Very, uh, yes, very hilarious. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: one more thing unfortunately complicates the entire prediction thing too everybody thinks that well you see tweets like these around that really bug me
2: yeah it's what it's what Matt said about how people don't want to watch it just assume that this has happened in the show yeah
0: so this was on election night and there were many like this people thought that in 2000 they predicted Trump going down the escalator the entire thing and I understand why people didn't know that because this is all from a short a lot of people didn't watch (laughs) (laughs) the Trump-tastic voyage and here I will I'll try to keep this hey, guys.
1: It's
3: so wispy. It's a gravity-defying comb Over. I can't
1: believe. It.
2: God is ass. Wait a minute! What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great question. Yes. Uh, they're owning Trump via. Fantastic. No, but I mean, what
3: is it? Like, what is oh. it from an episode? Or? No, uh, no, no,
2: no, no. It's a uh, before they were doing shorts to promote like uh, Andrea Bocelli and Billie Eilish. They were doing political shorts, and that was one of them. Yeah, well, where
3: they where they run them? Uh, the the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they, okay, yeah. YouTube. <laughs>
0: Just a, a three minute short called The Trump Tastic Voyage that aired July 2015.
3: And you know, a latter era Simpsons, it's just each episode is so packed with great jokes <laughs> that just they got leftovers. <laughs> like, wouldn't you at this point want to concentrate on actually nailing an episode of the show first? <laughs> Well, you know, I think
0: it is a quarantine thing. Like, they put their Trump stuff in these shorts. They're not in the well, room. They didn't want to
3: contaminate <laughs> the show. How about you just don't do that? How about you show some fucking dignity? But these jokes are so hot and
2: fresh that they've got to get out there, you know? Yeah, you, you Trump's can't...
0: hair is so
3: silly. <sighs> Has
2: anyone commented on this? I don't think so.
3: I think I did see one of these now that you mentioned it. And uh, it was him singing. Trump was singing, and he was all orange. And it was... Yeah, with, yeah. The, uh, with gave the squad. Give me a tummy ache.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, I mean, sadly, you're going to be seeing that one a lot more lately because at the end there, you saw in the background, there was a sign that said Trump 2016, Trump 2020, Trump 2024. So now that's making the rounds of did Simpsons predict Trump 2024, which the joke is just he's never going to stop running and because they assumed he's going to lose. I mean... This also, I think, shows you that Hollywood writers maybe weren't entirely prepared for what Trump was. Yeah,
2: the joke is unintelligible now, but what you see up front is people with the paid signs, and the joke, I guess, is like, nobody could like this guy.
0: Yeah, you'd only pay for people to cheer him at this thing, which, yes, I I can understand not wanting to believe there'd be people who'd like Donald Trump, but it it happens. But yeah, so unfortunately, you're going to see a lot more of that uh, in the future. Uh, And there's one, oh yes, and one last bit, from this that uh, came out of 2021. Did Simpsons predict Kamala Harris's Inauguration Day fashion?
2: Uh, well, I can see one thing that's wrong. She's not the president.
3: Yes, yeah. She's not. <laughs> well, also, that's not a pearl necklace. That's an entirely... or oh, no, I'm sorry. That's not a... Uh turtleneck yeah it's, it's Ridic- also and that's the wrong purple. color too yeah. yes everything is wrong
0: everything yeah, is different yeah. uh i mean they had to reach for something i do, do wonder though if kamala did try to dress like that to get a viral she's
3: mask. never watched a television show in her life <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, he's right though you know is
0: is that more or less sad than elizabeth warren uh, or Warren fans saying, like, you know what? They predict Trump's going to be president, and Lisa comes after that, and Lisa and Liz, basically the same name. Swinging a miss.
3: <laughs>
0: that's just the start of it with Trump, but that's only one of the things.
2: Yes, we're starting with all the feel-good topics. Uh, <laughs> and Coming up next, uh, COVID. Have you folks heard of that? <laughs> well, uh, there's been some predictions based on it.
4: The dreaded Osaka flu has hit Springfield with over 300 cases now reported. Now President. Over... I mean, that's what we're fighting. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared?
3: Uh, I say that you're a terrible
1: reporter. That's what I say. The American people are looking for answers and they're looking for hope.
2: Wait a minute. You
3: can't, you can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny after all this he, time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he got more laughs than us. And yeah. we're the performers at a comedy show. Uh, uh, we, can, we can't outdo the Diamond and Silk uh, funeral <laughs> Set 15 to 20 minutes.
3: Doesn't
0: feel
2: like that's been
3: the 15 to 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> but yes, as COVID broke out, people felt that the, the season four episode predicted it with the Osaka flu.
3: That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 uh, there are uh, flus, there's things all the time. All the time.
2: Yes, yes. I, I think Matt will need <laughs> medical attention before the show. Is
0: <laughs> did, did
3: people remember the swine flu? Remember that? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, there
3: was bird flu. Bird book. flu? Yeah. yeah. SARS?
0: Yeah. The yes, SARS? Yeah. there's a
3: billion yeah. fucking flus. What you, uh, COVID isn't even a flu. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: coronavirus. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, in the show, they did have some things right about uh, people freaking out.
4: Oh, my juice loosener's never going to come. Hey, Dad, this came for you in the mail. Woohoo!
0: Mother, get an extra special hug ready. I bought you a new juicer. Good lord, flu germs entering every orifice in my head. (laughs) Happy birthday, happy birthday. Ah!
3: (laughs) What? What the? I remember when that happened.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Osaka flu has hit Springfield with over 300 cases now reported.
3: They did predict police would shoot indiscriminately. Yep. At yes, nailed it.
2: We didn't see who was behind the cloud of Osaka <laughs> flu. You know, based on his
0: vantage point, I guess he shot the hot dog bender. He <laughs> was right there. He was, walking yeah, he was
2: turning into a monster.
0: <laughs> as, as Bill said in the clip, both come from this idea of, like, evil thing, like an evil disease that's going to come from overseas. They're both, ju- like, this is satirizing that same fear, though, of course, in 1993 when that aired, we were scared of the Japanese, not the Chinese then, so different, different people we were afraid
3: of. Yeah, this one reminds me of the thing where people think that Biggie Smalls predicted 9-11, because oh, yeah. there's a song where he goes, blown up like World Trade, and that's because nobody remembers the 1994 World Trade Center bombing that he was referencing. Yeah. Because they're fucking idiots. And <laughs> <laughs> so they should shut the fuck up if they don't know what they're talking about. Uh,
2: that was the itchy and scratchy and friends hours of uh, terrorist attacks, that one. <laughs> uh,
0: Disgruntled
3: uh, imam. There you go. Uh, oh, it was a shake, shit, sorry. Uh,
0: but, uh, but yeah, they, they did have a couple other things right in that episode.
2: And now for an emergency announcement from the mayor. People of Springfield... Because of the epidemic, I have canceled my vacation to the Bahamas. I shall
4: not leave the city. Hey, you, get that steel drum out of the uh, mayor's office. Sorry, man. ...or water, Texas Senator Ted Cruz jetted off to sunny Cancun with his family. Cameras catching him at the airport, those pictures making headlines in his storm-ravaged state. Senator Ted Cruz... Some California Assembly members are facing criticism for being among other lawmakers and lobbyists
3: that are at a four-day conference at this luxury hotel in Maui, as the state urges residents to avoid non-essential out-of-state travel because of rising COVID numbers. I mean, yeah, they nailed yeah. that one once again. <laughs> again, how hard? How hard? Did, how hard was that?
0: Though I mean, gruesome, Gavin, as well. We, we miss that. The French favorite. laundry. French laundry. Yeah. got yeah.
3: <laughs> peached. That was the most expensive dinner of all time.
0: <laughs> he weathered the storm, though. He may. He'll be a pre. Uh, well, until he's president, he'll be governor here for now.
3: No, he'll just become president of California uh. after the United States <laughs> uh, breaks up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet some optimists in the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's going to work well. <laughs> California, independent state. Water? What's that?
0: As well, uh, they had predictions about the very rich.
3: Smith is, this plague doesn't scare me. I've constructed a germ-free chamber for myself. Not a single microbe can get in or out. <laughs>
2: Who the devil are you? Don't panic. Just come up with a good story. My name is Mr. Burns. Don't! <laughs> you know, David Geffen is, is aging into Mr. Burns.
0: Yeah, he's, he's becoming Mr. Burns, David Geffen. <laughs> no, he's... he's in a, obviously, Burns should have been buying a super yacht. Not, not getting... <laughs> but, uh, though, of course, Burns could have gone worse, though.
1: Try. no hell below <laughs> us
3: what, wait a minute what happens next <laughs> uh, you're we, gonna have to head over to YouTube we, we could kill eight minutes yeah, yeah okay.
1: <laughs>
0: It, uh, when I watched it, I was like, who's the three funniest? But it's just not, I got to start with Gal. Like, she is the funniest. To see, just her, her smile at the start of that is so good.
3: <laughs> yeah, because you, you watch, the first time you see it, you're like, oh, what is this? And then, oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mr. Burns, he did sequester himself. He did not sing Imagine to, uh, as, a, as a very rich man. No person.
3: hoagie either.
0: <laughs> Though they did get one thing wrong about how people would react to it. <laughs>
4: Why, the only cure is bed
0: rest. Anything I give you would only be a placebo.
4: Where do we get these placebos? Maybe there's some in this truck. (laughs) I'm cured. I mean, ouch. There is risk. There must be choice. Thousands rallying on the National Mall for the Defeat the Mandates protest, featuring some of the nation's most prominent anti-vaxxers.
2: Tried to get a burger.
0: It was the reverse. People wanted a cure, and uh, the doctor's like, we don't got one, I'd give you a fake one. Instead, instead, the doctors give the real ones, and everybody wants say it's fake. Yeah, those vaccine mandates, people, they won. There aren't vaccine mandates anywhere. They, they actually did get what they want.
2: Yeah, I guess they yeah. could not imagine in uh, 2020 people would be denying anything and, and <laughs> pushing away placebos, <laughs> not eating
3: killer bees. You got to figure at least one person did eat a bee <laughs> <laughs> to try to see if it would work, <laughs> saw it on a website or something. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. I, uh, well, that was probably during the washing rice era. Of the, or
2: like uh, <laughs> the bees will be attracted to the smell of ivermectin in your mouth. The apple smell <laughs> just naturally fly in there. <laughs> I feel bad for making an ivermectin joke. I'm sorry. Uh,
0: it's, uh, but yeah, I guess uh, that's that's all the COVID stuff. Though there are some some other things they got right over time. The actual real predictions.
2: Yes, and they're important because you can win money. It's based on gambling. <laughs> yes.
4: Please, please, please. Touchdown! Sixth yeah. to this one, it is done! The Washington Redskins right. win Super Bowl 26. The Redskins are the world champion. Once again, the final score of Super Bowl 26.
2: Yeah, we really should have blurred out that caricature. Yeah, I guess so. Let's. Uh, uh, what are they now, the Washington gentlemen? Or... Uh, they yeah,
0: should be. Warriors? They're the commanders. Commanders, commanders. okay. Yes, yeah. They I name guess.
3: they picked on purpose as a passive-aggressive <laughs> attack. Like, oh yeah, you don't want that name? Well, guess what? Now they're the commanders. <laughs> that uh, sucks. <laughs>
0: but yeah, literally weeks, like, Two uh, no, the week of the Super Bowl, the Simpsons did predict correctly that the, who would win the game.
3: Oh wow, they uh. went against the Bills. Genius! <laughs> <laughs> that, that took amazing foresight. <laughs> but then they
2: re-recorded the uh, the other team's name in the next two years for reruns.
0: Yeah, it that's the thing. The Simpsons were right three years in a row. Uh, though when you watch this scene. Just imagine the first team you hear Lisa say is the Washington Cowboys, or or the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) We do a Simpsons podcast. Yeah, look. Bet the
4: farm on Buffalo. Lisa, do me a favor. Complete this sentence. Daddy should bet all his money on... I don't know. No. If I still love you, Washington. If I don't, Buffalo.
0: Yeah, it just happened, as, as Matt said, the, the real secret is Buffalo just lost four times in a row. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it was just easier for them to not change Lisa's loser team picked Buffalo so they could keep losing over and over
2: again. But there's no mention of the spread,
3: right?
0: Yeah, no, they don't predict scores,
3: unfortunately. Well, then what good is that for me? <laughs> I'm not going to bet the muddy line like a schmuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Though that is Simpsons correctly predicting something three years in a row, and that Al Jean, who was the showrunner of those episodes, he lost every year because he did not follow Lisa, and he was like, "I thought the buffaloes were due every every year." The buffaloes.
3: <laughs> the
2: buffaloes. Yeah.
3: Good That's lord.
2: A... <laughs> uh, now we have some actual uh, legit predictions of uh, very obvious things, right?
0: Oh yes, yeah. They one lots of people saw coming.
3: I mean, yeah, that was one of the most easily predicted things in human history.
2: An on the
3: condition. They say oh,
2: shit, is this a video of it? We were going to lock the doors and show you the footage.
0: Yes, now... Uh... <laughs> D- I wouldn't have shown it anyway, but they—it's on. It has its own lost media page of like. Technically, it was filmed because they filmed every event, but the casino kept that very private. No, there's no public footage. It's here. Next
3: to the Timothy Treadwell audio. <laughs> oh, <geez.
0: laughs> But uh, yes, I mean, who didn't? Who wouldn't have seen that coming? That they'd attack. Uh, it, they were wrong
3: that it was Siegfried and Roy. It was just Roy. Just Roy. Yeah. And well, you uh, got to realistically, you got to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to get in there. <laughs> you're, you're otherwise already- you're just going to get swiping at both of them and like okay but like that's not you've been waiting a long time you've been <laughs> storing up you want to really make it count you got to dial in on one guy because eventually they're going to bring in the trank guns yeah. and stuff you got to get it, make every second count <laughs>
2: Uh, Manticore didn't wait for their hit show Father of the Pride to uh, finish airing or even start airing. I know this attack. It uh, was very rude of Manticore.
0: Manticore ruined their show though yeah, that of all the they had lots of animals in their show and you got to give it to The Simpsons, they correctly predicted it was a white tiger that attacked him, not any not just anything so uh,
3: but that's just the start of the quick hits here. It'd been funny if it was like the rabbit from the hat <laughs> <laughs> is that mauled Siegfried and not the tiger that they used in their show every night.
2: Well, we predicted that they're in hell, which is also tiger heaven. So <laughs> every day
3: they're being mauled.
4: Hello, I'm Tom Hanks. The U.S. government has lost its credibility, so it's borrowing some of mine.
1: Council my errand, Mr. Hanks.
3: Sure thing, son on this day which saw the inauguration of our 46th president, ah, Joseph R. This Biden, This is a good one. This is a good one. I'm at the Lincoln Memorial on the National Mall in our nation's secured capital city. Patriots are in control (laughs)
2: Yeah that was two weeks after January 6th And it looks like uh, in his current state In that video clip below the line people are getting ready To swaddle him with blankets as soon as the cameras Turn off he looks very cold
0: It was was pretty cold a couple years ago Uh,
3: They lost their credibility And (laughs) they literally just went who's the most Beloved man in America Just They're going to see him and be like, oh, Mr. Tom Hanks, slow. Maybe I was wrong about Joe Biden eating children. <laughs> What's that? Oh, no. Are Tom Hanks also eats children? Never mind. Because that's the funny thing. Yeah. They bring Hanks out here, unifying national presence. But by that point, he's now another partisan sicko lib who is eating children and part of the cabal.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, I, I think the fat suit pushed people over the line.
3: <laughs> that was the best part of that movie, and I'm not kidding. It made, it made him seem dishonest. He was awesome in that.
0: Uh, his face is melting, though. Yes, he <laughs> needs to be as grotesque as possible. Uh, but uh, there is another one, too. There's no audio for it, but yes, that they, in season 11,
4: miss <laughs> Hulu, and will add shows like The Simpsons. From classic films like The Sound of Music to Disney's library.
2: Yes, the unbiased ABC network saying, it's good that this happened.
4: (laughs) All All your
0: shows in one place. Better sign up for Hulu right now. Yeah, That that was from Good Morning America from the Disney-owned ABC. Yes, yeah. But I I always assume that joke from this uh, season 10 episode. When You Dish Upon a Star, it was just because the AOL-Time Warner merger had just happened, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, every, everybody's mad And
3: they're correct. They were right. And yeah. it's going to be Disney that eats them all eventually, I think. <laughs> I think they're <laughs> going to get Warner Brothers next. That'll be my, that's my prediction. They're gonna buy that in the next year.
0: They could not have predicted how obsequious they would be to the Disney Corporation, though.
2: Yes, we, we are very sick of the constant winking at the fact that Disney owns them. <laughs> and they're doing it a lot lately. Lisa's a Disney
0: princess. Do you hear that, Bob? <laughs> you hear this? Uh, this is news. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: uh,
0: but uh, yes, moving on from the Disney.
4: Ow! Hey, watch us virtual darts. Try to play virtual pool. Yo! <laughs> <You>! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, no uh,
1: fighting in my bar. Uh, <laughs> you know, Fox turned into a hardcore sex channel so gradually, I didn't even notice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes uh, season yeah. six is Lisa's wedding was full of predictions. Yes, yes.
2: Uh, for the far-off year of 2010. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. They, and they were right that VR would come and that, you know, now you can just stream porn from your phone to your TV. You don't need Fox for hardcore sex. Yeah. And we
3: never got those, sh- those weird rectangles on the shirts that they sh- did to show that it's futuristic. <laughs>
0: or even like the little rings on the sides like yeah. the George Jetson style rings on the sleeves I or think.
3: like the pointy epaulettes like in Futurama we've got no futuristic clothing at all it sucks
2: <laughs> and I think that was the dream of metaverse it's like, uh, if you're having a meeting your boss can just hit that button have you fall to the floor
0: <laughs> stop that virtual pool right there yes. uh, though I think the thing they got most right in Lisa's wedding was, uh, was this
4: oh don't worry honey I guarantee your father will behave mom it's a picture phone
1: This? No, I've just got a touch of the rheumatiz. Oh.
4: Mom, your phone. Speaking of breaking out, according to press reports, at some point, Tubin engages in an intimate act of self-gratification, seemingly unaware that a Zoom camera is on. For his part, Tubin...
3: Jeffrey Tube out. Wait a minute. I don't remember Marge doing that.
2: (laughs) No, she didn't tube. She didn't do the tube. She wasn't tubing. No, but... What but, we're doing now is an, an act of self-gratification, though.
0: Yes, this right. <laughs> but yeah, no, they did predict the boomers wouldn't know how to deal with uh, Zoom videos. That's but, true.
2: But, but, but Marge, had, like, had, like she—they wouldn't know how bad it be, because Marge has like a tripod. She's framed properly. The camera is not just getting the top of her forehead.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, there's another one that really bugs me. I'm, I'm sick. Of, so now we're seeing a few that like not correct yet or completely wrong.
3: 1994. Before you could even play Snake on the gray little box phone, they, cr- they predicted that autocorrect will happen on your phone. Are you kidding me? Didn't happen until
4: 2007. How innovative. I like it. Hey, Dolph, take a memo on your Newton. Beat up Martin.
3: But a Newton was a real thing. The Newton was an actual device you could buy in a store. What the fuck are you talking about?
4: Newton is personal. Newton is magic. Newton is as powerful as a computer. Is as simple as a piece of paper. Newton is intelligent. Newton learns about. You could take your
3: Newton to midnight basketball. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's it's that one drives me crazy. I've seen it many times. That was professional dope. Pat McAfee saying it on there. Just like, no, you see, I he predicted in two, before 2007. Like, no, they're making fun of the Newton being, like, crappy and uh, having bad uh, handwriting recognition. About a 1994 product in a 1995 cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Uh, and that
2: very smart man has, like, 2 million subscribers, I noticed, yes, when we yeah, ripped that yeah. video.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, he was, uh, he kicked very well in the NFL, and that makes you a podcast superstar. I'm signing
3: up now. Yeah, I want to get a, I wanted to get a Newton and, tape a zoom to the back of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'd be all the functionality you need there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, there's sometimes people try to make a prediction come true.
2: Who is playing with the London Symphony Orchestra? Come on, people. Somebody order the London Symphony Orchestra. Possibly while high. Cypress Hill, I'm looking in your direction. Hey, man, did we order...
0: They really did. They tried to make it work. Cypress Hill, it's definitely in the works with the London Symphony Orchestra. They tried, but didn't didn't happen. It's been five years, six years since that.
2: Yeah, yeah the 2010s were really the era of entertainment in which we thought we could vote on things. Like, once <laughs> Betty White got onto SNL, it went to our heads. <laughs> uh, but I, fe- I, I
0: blame the London Symphony Orchestra being boring. I think they're yeah. not yeah, cool. just too. yeah, I mean, I don't think they could do it for a whole concert, but just record... Just do Insane the Membrane there. That's all you got to do. Uh, and, and here's one that uh, I was only reminded about thanks to uh, Matt talking about it on a podcast recently.
4: To make good on this drunken post, Truman authorized the one-time printing of the largest
1: denomination currency ever, a trillion-dollar bill.
2: Ooh, a trillion-dollar bill. That's a spicy
3: meatball. Is there a magic bullet to solve the crisis? Try a magic coin. Some economists, legal scholars, and now even a congressman are suggesting a $1 trillion platinum coin could be minted and the government could use that to pay the debt, avoid default, and preempt the debt ceiling crisis.
0: It, it hasn't happened yet, but... Well, also, it's not the same thing. I mean, that's
3: a, that was a bill to be circulated. They were giving it to Europe, right? Yeah. So this is yes. essentially an accounting trip. Trick. Like, they, couldn't even, they wouldn't even actually have to admit it. They could just say they did.
0: <laughs> they w- really?
3: They don't even have to have an existing bill? I mean, they you? have to, but it's, it's, it, was, it would just be fulfilling a formality. And they're not going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerds love this shit. Oh, it's, they're going to epically own the Republicans with this clever maneuver. Yeah, okay. Wake me when that ever fucking happens <laughs> once. <laughs> um, uh, oh, there's sure going to be, oh, there's going to be egg on their face when they wake up and they've been to the dag coin. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're always getting owned. and you, you are always being validated in your faith in these people. <laughs> I believe in Biden. He's
0: going to burn. Obama didn't do it. I believe Biden.
3: No. I mean, just, Biden's more likely to just because sure. he cares sure. less because he's going to die sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: mint the craziest coins we can. Uh, So we're going to start the show. So we're going to end the show the same way America ended, with a bang, by talking about 9-11. That's my little joke about a tragedy. Uh, But yes, as we saw up front, there were some predictions about 9-11 in the show, and we'll see them here.
1: We could all go with the bus company's special
2: super sitter fare. There it
3: is.
1: Nine bucks? This one's on me. Great. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That was the most tasteful news clip to indicate 9 11.
2: Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about this before, but uh, people see the nine, they see the Twin Towers. We've, we've talked to the writers of the show a bunch, and we analyze these jokes a bunch, and we, we thought about it. And the answer is they sat in a room for three hours and decided nine is the funniest number. <laughs>
3: Ten would be boring. Eight... Uh... Yeah, even numbers aren't funny. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I got the circle on the top, I guess. You guys ever hear about the thing... This There's a very similar story about the band Super Tramp, who had a 1980s album called Breakfast in America, and it features on it uh, in the place... It's a, it's a shot of uh, downtown Manhattan and uh, New York Harbor from, the, uh, from a, the cockpit of an airplane. And it, there's a... A, a, a diner waitress in pl- the place of the Statue of Liberty and she's holding a big glass of orange juice <laughs> and it kind of and it kind of looks like a knot and <laughs>
0: oh I see <laughs>
3: and then there's this eleven in the name of the thing and you flip it around oh. and it and it looks like the World Trade Center we should put it up here it's pretty <laughs> cool <laughs> I can I'm not really explaining it right. You got look on your phones. That that'll be that'll be for the 10. Super P. tramp breakfast in America image. <laughs> You'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, buy tickets to the 10 pm show. We'll show it. Yeah. No, the I I feel like
0: too like everybody if you were drawing a skyline to indicate New York before
3: that was the place. you put the, the two guys.
0: Yeah. Well also it I remember two guys in
3: a bunch of pizza places
0: didn't they uh, I feel like it was time or Newsweek their one right after uh, their 9 eleven issue like they used the towers exploding to indicate eleven like they had a nine and then the two towers next to each other it was it seems in poor taste to me now but uh, but yeah it. So, so people spotlight that one and just were thought like, as, as I, I have one, the fake headline, or not, this is a real headline. This is it. But yeah, it's a insane coincidence, says the Simpsons showrunner.
3: Well, what else could it have been? <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> well, the, I, I didn't. Is he going to admit culpability? <laughs> were they on the email chain with fucking uh, Muhammad Atta? <laughs>
2: Yeah, Bill Oakley was not taken to a black site after this episode. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
3: it's, uh, well, oh, no, it's, uh, actually, no. One of us has uh, got minority report level precognition. We just decided not to tell anyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Hey, when you're done with that, I got something up here you can bite on.
4: And why don't you be polite, you stinking pus bag? Pal, you gotta call that number on a boot Sorry about that guy They stick all the jerks in Tower 1 That's it, I'm coming over there Yeah, you do to you come Believe over me, here I I'm got something for you Shut up, the both uh, of
1: Again,
3: I don't think that actually happened <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well,
3: it was the jerks
2: in Tower 1 that got hit first so. <laughs> uh, A friend told me that the jerks were told not to come into work that day <laughs> Tower 1 <laughs> The jerks all got the call.
0: Also, watching it there, it's hard to not see it outside of the context after. Yeah,
3: you know, it's just there. the World Trade Center. It yeah. was a place that existed.
0: Well, and I think it was like Bill and Josh. They loved boring crap from eighties and the or seventies. And the that was World the Train boringest Center crap so boring.
3: of that entire decade. Everyone hated it when it was <laughs> built.
0: It it's just like two boxes. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's very boring. But uh, well, the episode. People don't talk about them predicting is how many people try to drive on their boots. <laughs>
2: you know, the real one isn't as fun. No. I, I think they just make
0: boots cheaper now. They're not buying the good... Uh,
3: I got to say, they uh, they have definitely cut budget. Budget cuts have hit that. Because, yes, they are smaller than they used to be. And they have also, in some places, replaced the boot. Has anyone seen this? With a, boot, a boot-esque thing where it is a giant glued like pad that is put over the windshield. Oh. And it's like, you can't, you can't we won't be able to see through your windshield until you pay your fine. But people are very easily able to just pull it off. I mean, that one is way easier than doing that. But like, yeah, there clearly are, are cutting costs and getting rid of like the cool big devices and doohickeys.
2: Is that up to Pete Buttigieg to fix? <laughs> uh,
0: they're saying fund the police all the time. They're not funding the boots. <laughs> no boots. No money for boots. <laughs> but, uh, though, you know, if we leave you with one thing about Simpsons predicting 9-11... There's a big one that people in the content mills miss about Simpsons predicting 9 11. Like, that's the easy one. But 198 days before September 11th, they did this on the show. We've
1: only got a few minutes. Uh
0: oh. <laughs> Everybody okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm fine. fine
2: I actually feel better. <laughs>
0: If only we had known. Yes. It, everybody's fine after that. No, yeah. On, on New Kids on the Black, they destroy, a, they bomb a building in the middle of, of Manhattan. It's, it's shocking to see that that was like right beforehand. Yes. It gave him the idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that one, it, since that was shot in the episode, it's shot from a Navy cruiser. That would mean it was it was fake. It wasn't really. Uh, it was all planned by the government then.
3: I mean, do your own research. Yeah. but <laughs> That's what we leave you with. <laughs> the evidence yes, is yeah. right in front of your face.
2: <laughs> you know, if we weren't all so mad about NSYNC appearing in that episode, we would know that having a building blown up around you makes you feel better.
0: Yes. Yeah, that, see, it must be NSYNC dazzles everybody they forget that this ends with skyscraper exploding in the middle of downtown manhattan and though in this case the uh non-existent mad magazine building that's not they (laughs) they had like two floors of an office in in uh downtown
2: and now it's mostly a storage
0: yes yeah now they shut it all down and sent everybody to burbank so but when when it comes to simpson breaking stuff i feel like it's just it's pretty much either just luck or satire outstripping reality.
2: Yes, usually. Bill Oakley said it best. I yes, think. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, Matt, you know, as as a predictor yourself, do you uh, <laughs> do you think it's it usually just ends up being satire?
3: Uh, I know. I think that they have uh, a precog type mutant that they keep strapped in a vat in the basement of their uh, offices, but they only use. Its predictions to vaguely allude to things in the episodes because they think it's funny.
0: Hey, it, I mean, it makes me laugh.
3: And that man is John Swartzwelder.
0: Yes, Oh, yeah. uh, but, uh, but thank you so much to everybody for yes. coming out thank tonight. you for coming out. Uh, thank yeah, you to Matt Chrisman. Thank you. Yes, yeah.
2: And uh, we are going to be outside selling and signing posters. So meet us out there. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate yes, yeah. it. Oh,
0: and thank you so much to Piano Fight too. This, yes. We, we did one of our first shows here five years ago, and we we thank uh, the staff here has always been great to us. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Piano Fight.
2: Yes. Round of applause for them too. Thank you so much. Yes. Good night, everybody. Good night. We'll see, honey. We'll see.
4: Start spreading
2: the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. And old
4: if I